It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where dominating your commercial real estate market is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's A Billion Sold Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of A Billion Sold Podcast. Well, hey there, fellow brokers. Darren Garman with this week's podcast, and we're going to talk about roadblocks, brother and sister. We're going to talk about roadblocks, and I want to talk about uh, probably, I mean, we could talk about a long list of roadblocks. And by the way, when I when I talk to you about these roadblocks, I mean, these are all stuff that I deal with too. So I don't want you to get the impression that I'm, you know, sitting on the top of some throne somewhere, uh, casting down information from the throne and here's what the subject's problems are. That's not it. Uh, because what I'm talking about is stuff that I deal with all the time. And I deal with with consulting clients mainly, like you guys. And so I'm going to go over the three big ones that I see that are getting in your own way. Okay. And so here's like the good news of all of this. If you don't have the kind of success, whether it's income, market share, uh, position in your company, uh, whatever it is, it's probably because of something you're doing, not from an external force or something going on externally. More than likely, it's you and it's roadblocks that you are uh, more than likely putting in front of yourself or that you're putting in your own way. Or in other words, a lot of how people say this is you're getting in your own way. I mean, it's another way of saying that you've got roadblocks in front of you and you're probably placing them there yourself. And more than likely, you don't even know you're doing it. And part of what I do with consulting is we get rid of these roadblocks. That's like the first thing we work on most of the time um, is a lot of brokers have these roadblocks in their way. And uh, for a lot of them, it's not so much the um, magical marketing campaign. It's not so much the script. It's not so much the the follow-up campaigns that we do or the lead generation that we do. And all that works great. But a lot of it is this. And we get this fixed. A lot of the other stuff falls into place and they get their commissions earned much faster. Their goals are earned faster and they get the kind of uh, income they deserve and the market share they deserve. But surprisingly, a lot of it comes down to roadblocks um, as like the chief thing we got to work on first. So let's talk about the three, the three big ones that I run into and I run into right away. So you can start thinking about how you can get these out of your way. So let's start with number one. And it's the fear of criticism is the big one. And it's probably, oh, if it's not the biggest one, it's close. I've got one coming up that's probably going to tie it. It's going to be a tie for first. But let's just say this is this isn't a tie for first. It's the fear of what your brokers are going to think, other agents are going to think, what your manager is going to think. And also what your prospects are going to think. It's the fear of all this criticism that gets in so many brokers' ways in terms of getting them, enabling them to have the kind of income and market share they should have. Um, It's hard. And it's hard when what I mean by that is it's hard to do all kinds of great shit in your business and you have this in your way. Um, And believe me, I've dealt with it. I know about it. 
And when I started to not give a shit about what they think is when I started to make a lot more money and have a lot more market share. Okay, now, don't get me wrong here. When I say I didn't give a shit, I'm not saying that I'm going I'm to be an asshole about it. That's not it. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Not at all. But when I stopped reflecting and thinking about and churning over and deciding what are they going to think, I didn't care. All of a sudden, like the floodgates started to open. Okay, so he's like, let me give you like a couple of big examples. Like here's a, here's a big one. So one of the things that I talk to my consulting clients about is uh, communicating with their prospects a lot. I'm talking minimum of monthly, most of the times, like two or three times a month. They, you want to be getting to them. They want to be hearing from you. Well, what do you think one of the first things are that the brokers say to me? Oh, well, what are they going to think? I'm communicating with them too much. What are they going to think about that? What are they going to say? What are they going to think about me? Okay, I get that. Then I get, well, what's my manager going to say if I do this and I'm contacting these people a lot? And, you know, he or she says it should only be this many times and we should only be doing that. What are they going to think? Um, and then what are the other agents going to think? So, you know, what, what are the other agents in the office going to say if I'm doing this? What are the other brokers in the office going to say if I'm doing it this way? What are some of the brokers in the office across the street or that I know downtown or wherever? What are they going to think when they hear this or see this out there? When they see my marketing out there, what I'm doing, how I'm communicating, when they see my newsletter or some of the postcards I'm sending or some of the lead generation, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? What? I mean, holy crap. This is, in, this is one of the biggest things probably in your way right now is you caring about what these people are going to think. And really, you shouldn't care at all. Because it's not what people think that drive your income and your market share. It's results. So you do what gets you results, right? And make no mistake about it, there will be people that will not be receptive to the kinds of things you need to do to get the kind of market share you want. But that's the way it is now anyway. How many, how many prospects have you had hang up the phone on you? How many prospects have you had that said they're not interested? Happens now anyway. And you're probably doing a shitty job of their prospecting now anyway, more than likely. Otherwise, you'd have more income and market share than you do. And you're getting that now. So who cares if you amp it up? You're still going to get the same thing. And so this is a problem for a lot of brokers. And it shouldn't be. And by the way, I struggled with this for years. So, I mean, I would always, God, am I, am I contacting him too much? Well, let me, I'll give you like an example. You're going to laugh at this because you're going to totally relate to what I'm going to tell you. Um, I decided I'm just going to go balls out on this. So I start making phone calls again. I called this guy. His name's Dean Wagner. Okay, I, I remember it like it was like an hour ago. So I called Dean Wagner. He owns a 24-unit uh, property. I call Dean up, and I give him my pitch on the phone. Dean, I got a client. They want to buy your property. Would you have an interest in selling the property? Uh, 
He says, no. He says, no, I don't. Not interested. Click. Hangs up on me. Okay. All right, you son of a gun. What do I do? Here's what most brokers would do. They wouldn't call him back for a long time, if ever again. What do I do? I call him the next day. I call him, I call, this is like on a Tuesday, I call him Wednesday morning. Dean answers the phone. Dean, it's Darren. Um, I wasn't laughing, by the way. I said, hey, Dean, I know we talked yesterday, but I just wanted to make sure that you wouldn't have an interest in selling. I've got a client, and blah, blah, blah. He says, listen, goddammit, don't you ever fucking call me again. Those were his exact words. Hangs the phone up. Slam. I sold his property a year and a half later. Okay. Sold his property a year and a half later. Right? There's a lot of other lessons to take out of what I just told you. But I didn't care what he thought. Okay? Good thing I didn't. I made a healthy fee on that. Healthy commission. And most people care. Worry, obsess, think about it, talk about it. Then they talk to you know other bro. What do you do? What do you think? Oh, I wouldn't do that. That's too much. Okay. Stop caring about what other people think, especially other brokers. They're not paying you commissions. They're not writing checks for you. Stop thinking about what they caring about what they think. In terms of your customers and clients, you got to stop caring about what they think in terms of what you're going to do and how they're going to feel about it. You just do it. Okay? Get that roadblock out of the way. And the sooner, I'm telling you, the sooner you get that, that, that little thing out of your way, holy floodgates. I mean, it's like, holy shit, here comes, it's going to just come to you and come and come and come. But you got to get that out of your way. So that's number one roadblock. Number two. You're simply not taking enough action. You got to get that roadblock out of your way. Lack of action. Lack of enough action to take in order to get to where you need to get to. So here's a big problem that we all have. We totally underestimate how much time, effort, and energy it's going to take to accomplish something. I'm terrible at it. Every time I set a goal or I got an idea of something I want to get to, whether it's the number of transactions, how many millions I'm going to sell this year, or how much money I'm going to make, or market share, whatever it is. Damn it, it always takes so much damn more work than I think it's going to take. And I, I should know by now. By now I should know. But even when I know, it still takes more than what I think it's going to take. And what it comes down to, for a lot of us, is we just simply don't take enough action. We don't do enough things to get us to where we want to get to. So I'll give you another example. Um, so I had a consulting call with some uh, brokers in Florida yesterday. By the way, they're doing a great job. Really, really good stuff. They're like really close to breaking out big time. Um, and so I shared with them uh, uh, well, before I tell you what I shared with them, I asked them like about what are you doing basically to generate, um, you know, leads, traffic, you know, interested people, people wanted interest in you. What are you, what are you doing to generate interest in your business? I mean, they named like two or three things and that was it. And out of those two or three things, they're not doing any of them consistently. 
they're doing some cold calling here maybe sometime. Uh, maybe they're doing some social media stuff over here sometimes. Um, maybe they're doing um, some buyer representation stuff over here sometimes. So they're kind of, you know, maybe a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but it was like maybe three things and maybe a couple more if you count maybe one time a year or one time a year here or there. But that's about it. So I send them and we go over my marketing calendar. I mean, there's like nine things on there they need to be doing all at one time. And they're like, holy shit. You know, okay, we got to be doing all that. We got to do this, that, this, that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get to where you need to get to, you have to take more action. Right? So you want to do three of the things? You're going to get the results of taking three things, of doing three kinds of actions. You want to do six of the actions? You, you're going to get the results of taking six. You want to do nine? So you see where I'm going with this? Um, so, you know, here's like another part of it. So if you're somebody that is not achieving the kind of income or market share that they've got, that they want, are you staying up late at night, watching TV, um, getting up late and barely getting to your first appointment or to the office, barely on time, right? And are you sleeping in on the weekends, right? So are you doing all that? Are you sleeping in until 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday morning, and then not really doing much work on the weekends? But yet you're kind of whining and bitching that you're not completing and getting to the goals that you want to achieve. Well, think about that. You need to have your ass up early in the morning, 4, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. You need to be getting two or three hours of quality work in, maybe a workout in after that. Then you start your day. And by the way, you need to be going to bed early at night, 9, 9.30. You need to stop watching. I don't know who's on late night now. Is it Jimmy Kimmel or whoever? You need to stop watching that. You need to be getting up Saturdays and Sunday mornings and getting your shit done, getting your work done. Okay. You're not going to get to where you need to get to unless you do those kinds of things. So if you're like, oh, God, I'd really like to have more market share and I want to make more money, but you're going to bed late, you're sleeping in and barely getting out of bed in time for your first appointment during the week and sleeping in on the weekdays, on the weekends, or playing golf with your buddies instead, or you know, going shopping with your wife or your husband instead and doing that kind of shit, well, it's no wonder you're not where you, where you want to be, Okay. Take more action. Get that roadblock out of your way. And I'm not saying that you sleep four hours a night and then you work for 22 hours a day. I'm not saying that, but you know what I'm saying here. Think about what you're doing. Take more action. So I'm, I'm, uh, so let's just talk about me for just, for just a, a quick second, just as an example. That's it. So I'll get up. And I'll work early in the mornings during the week, and I get up and I work Saturday, Sunday mornings too. So I'm easily putting in two hours a day more than anybody, probably, and I shouldn't say anybody else because I don't know that in my marketplace. I don't know that for sure. But let's just say more than likely, most aren't doing what I'm doing. So I've got 50 plus hours in a week in my business more than they do which is why I freaking dominate the market, okay? It's not the reason, but I'm taking more action because I'm spending more time taking the number of actions I need to take to make the amount of money I want to make and have the market share I want, right? Are you doing that? If not, get the effing roadblock out of the way and start doing it. 
Get your ass to bed early, get up early in the morning, and get to work on your business. Okay? Start taking it seriously. And take more actions. Well, Darren, I mean, I cold call. You got to cold call and do like nine more things. Okay? You do. If you want to get to where you want to get to. Now, if you want to be average and just do the average thing, then don't make any changes. Keep doing what you're doing. But if you don't want to be average, you got to make those changes. I mean, that's just the way it is. So that's roadblock number two. Let's talk about roadblock number three. The lack of consistent marketing you're doing to your customers, clients, and prospects. Lack of consistent marketing. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what I get all the time, and it's kind of laughable. So we own, I have ownership in a bunch of apartments, and I manage the company that owns these apartments. It's a little bit over 600 units in total. Total is what we've got. Um, And so not surprisingly, uh, I get letters from real estate brokers uh, in the market, out of the market, you know, and it's the typical pitch letter, and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the, hey, we have a buyer, or a lot of times it's from principals too. We are buyers. We're looking to buy a property, or we have buyers looking for properties. Please give us a call. What a huge waste of time. Um, why? Because it's not consistent. I'll get it once a year. No follow-up, nothing. Just a damn bulk mail letter sent to me basically saying, hey, we've got a buyer interested in your property. Uh, Please contact us or we're buyers interested in buying your property. Please contact us. What a waste of time. But I find a lot of brokers do that. And that roadblock is not being consistent. So if whoever the broker is, if they send me the letter, follow up with a phone call a couple days later, um, send me another letter, follow up with another phone call, um, then maybe maybe even send me a text saying, hey, you know, we're trying to get a hold of you. So if I got like that consistently, that's a whole different story, isn't it? Right? Um, or if I got something from this broker once a month, twice a month, maybe for six months, a year, three years, five, whatever it is. So I got some consistency there. I got Now I've got some, there's more than just a, a cold call here. It's, well, we're building a little bit of rapport. I'm getting information. These people are for real. These people are consistent. I'm, you know, now all of a sudden I get the third communication. Now I'm actually looking at it. The first one, I'm just throwing in the garbage. Why? Because I won't get another one. And so... You want to take your business to the next level here. And by the way, this is the second thing. This is the tie for number one, by the way. You know, I talked about fear of what other people will think is like the first one. Um, This is like number, ties for number one is this. Lack of consistency. How guilty are you of making one phone call, sending one letter to a prospect, customer, client, whatever, not following up with it again, and, and nothing ever happens? How guilty are you of that? Right? I bet pretty guilty. Uh, I used to do the same thing all the time. And then I'd sit around wondering, why the hell is anybody calling me back? Or why is anybody taking my call? Or why I don't get what's going on here? Once I started 
marketing my services consistently, consistently, that's when I started to get results. Because now I'm a player, right? If you're consistent, now you're a player. You're a big player, especially the long, the more consistent you are. And people want to do business with players, not with the, you know, the bulk mail letter guy or the one call a year or longer uh, person. No, they want to do business with people that are consistent. Okay. So you got to be consistent. And until you get that roadblock out of the way, you're not going to get to where you want to get to in terms of income or market share. And, um, and that's a big deal for a lot of folks. Uh, but it's easily conquerable, easily conquerable, uh, because it's not hard to do. Anybody can do it. You just got to be consistent. Um, and so we've gone over So those are like the top three, right? Um, especially what I get from, uh, my consulting clients. So it's, uh, once again, I'll just hit them again. Fear of what your prospects or other agents or brokers are going to think of what you do, how you do it, marketing you do, how your approach is, whatever. Um, that's a biggie. Get it out of the way like yesterday. Number two, um, not taking enough actions. It's a big one. And again, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than you think it's going to take, so you better just get used to that being the case and start working on it. Get that roadblock out of the way. And then number three, the consistent marketing. Um, get that roadblock out of the way. And the sooner, I mean, hell, if you just get one of these out of the way, you're going to be surprised at how much progress you make. You get all three of these out of the way. I mean, we're going to be having like, uh, you know, holy domination conversations because you will, uh, because most other brokers can't get these out of their way. And so when you do and they don't, um, all of a sudden, you're in rarefied air in terms of what you're accomplishing with your real estate business. All right. And so, uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. No matter if you're listening to this podcast in the car, on your computer, in the office, um, I don't know, doing laundry on your bike, on the elliptical, uh, whatever, have a great rest of your day, rest of your week. Uh, look forward to hearing the comments from you on this podcast. Feel free to get back to me, and um, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Talk to you later. Make a ton. All right. Talk to you later. See you. Bye. Thanks for joining A Billion Sold Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.myplatinumclub.com.